0: Welcome to The Readerly Report, a podcast of Readerly Magazine. Your hosts are Gail Weisswasser and Nicole Bonilla. We hope you will enjoy our candid book conversations, recommendations, and observations on the reading life. Thanks so much for joining us. So welcome to another edition of The Readerly Report. We are going to be discussing this GQ article, and it's called How to Read a Whole Damn Book Every Week. Gail and I were just chatting before we started recording and talking about how that's just such a, it's a popular question for both of us. And I feel like anytime you talk to someone and you say you read more than one or two books a month, they just think you've read so much. Yeah. So
1: we're going to talk a little bit about our own personal tips and tricks for getting more reading in. Um, Nicole reads a lot more than I do. And I do think you read faster than I do by a lot. I'm a very slow reader. But um, we, you know, I think if you write a book blog or you do anything related to books, you write. People do ask that question, how do you have time to read? I never read anything, and I wish I could. I used to read so much. How do you do it? So this article resonated with both of us because we think there are good tips in there, and I agree with a lot of the things the author said and have some of my own, you know, additional ideas for getting more reading in.
0: So we'll link to it in the show notes. It's an article from GQ magazine. It was published on April 17th by Kevin Nguyen, and it's called How to Read a Whole Damn Book Every Week. So one of the first things that he mentioned, and this really resonated with me, was don't read before bed, read before work. So, you know, Gail, you can chime in on whether you think this is possible or not. You know, I mean, I guess probably we're a good balance. I think both of us have busy schedules, but you're also throwing children in the mix. Right. So in the morning is just, if, I mean, if you want to make more time for reading, if you can make some sort of ritual around it, like I try, I try to get in bed by a decent hour if I'm not, if I'm not out and about in the evenings, I love getting enough sleep where I can get up a little bit earlier, like an hour earlier then I know that I have to be in motion and getting ready for the day. You know, if I can just make a cup of tea and just kind of sit and read my book. Mm -hmm. Um, if it's quiet, if there's a chance that you can get up before your family's up or, maybe when the kids are in the bathroom or getting ready or if you're if you don't have to be involved in that process and it's just such a nice ritual to have for yourself even if you only get 15 or 20 minutes i think one of one of the crucial things about finding time to read is one of the first things he says you know it's like the tagline for this article is don't make it precious you know if it's only if you only get to read two pages so many of the books that I read um I read in intervals it's just like oh I was standing in line and I read a page right uh I do think that the morning is good advice I
1: personally it doesn't work for me because I actually work out in the morning so that's my morning ritual is to go and exercise you know maybe three or four mornings a week so By the time I get in from working out, it's like the full-on rush of breakfast to get the kids out the door. But I do notice when I'm on vacation, for example, I will wake up an hour before the rest of my family just to read. And uh, that's always a huge jump start to my reading, and it's also very relaxing and very, um, I don't know, something I look forward to a lot. It's very special. So if I didn't have... The other requirements in the morning of getting people out the door, and if I would go to bed earlier, then I think um, I think I think morning reading is great advice, and certainly not to just constantly relegate it to those three minutes of consciousness before you fall asleep at night. Right. Right. So,
0: okay. So you mentioned a key thing: the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he mentions it in this article, but do you? Well, you didn't say the gym. You said your workout. I'm just assuming, you know. Yeah, New no, I do. New Yorkers that I, New Yorker that I am that that
1: means the gym. <laughs> no, I do a group um, a group boot camp. So there, I can't like listen to music, right? Because it's you it's communal music. Yeah, exactly. And I, but I do run on the weekends, and I listen uh, when I'm running. I listen to music or podcasts. Um, I rarely will listen to a book while I'm running unless I'm super into it. Because running I need uh, – I just need something really fast-paced. Other podcasts are not – sometimes I listen to this podcast and it's certainly not fast-paced. Um, so I don't know. I For me, reading and exercise don't mix.
0: I've been experimenting with that a little bit. I mean – so I'm hit or miss with audios. I'm very specific about what I will listen to. In audio, I think I tend to listen to. If I'm going to listen to anything, it tends to be more nonfiction, or it's going to be it's going to be a mystery or a detective detective novel. Some one probably that's sort of like a cozy, like something that I don't. Not that it, I if I don't pay attention to it, it's not a big deal because sometimes my mind can wander before I've trained it a little with books. So I need to read something really compelling when I'm working out though. I don't know. I mean, either you need something that's really fast paced and compelling, like you said, with your running, because it, that can be sort of motivating through your workout. So hmm. mm-hmm. definitely think it, if, if you can pay attention or if you are one of those people who can multitask on your machine and read, well, I've seen people read and run. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know, how they, <laughs> don't know how they do it. That's funny. I would probably run off the treadmill, but. Oh man, I have a book on the treadmill? That's hard. That's another way to, you know, if you can do it, that's another way to sneak it in. Yeah. Um, sometimes if I do the bike or something, I can sit and just. You bike, I you can know, see that, yeah. Uh, I'm definitely more of an
1: audio book
0: person than you are.
1: Uh, I have a commute about twenty minutes, twenty minutes each way, so forty minutes a day in the car, and I'm always, always, always listening to an audio book. So, for people who drive or maybe sit on the subway, for or even walk to work, if you've got any appreciable amount of time and you can get into audio books, I think that's a great thing. So, unlike you, I do a lot of fiction. Occasional nonfiction, but mostly fiction and audio. And it, uh, listening to audiobooks, which I started doing about maybe, oh ten 10 years ago, completely, it, it set my reading numbers to a much higher level because, like, it just, you know, it's two books at a time. It's whatever I'm reading and whatever I'm listening to at the same time.
0: So, anytime, so. Basically, our tips are if you can get a chance in the morning, like he says, that's really good. Mm-hmm. If you are a multitasker in the gym, then that can be a good thing too. Mm-hmm. I tend to listen to more audiobooks in the spring and in the summer and probably early fall. So I can be a seasonal listener just because I do more walking. Mm-hmm. So if you're getting up, if you take a walk, if there's somewhere that you would normally drive and you can walk, I know that some cities are not very walkable. But if you can do that, I also find I don't know. I have grocery stores that have long lines, like Trader Joe's and mm-hmm. Whole Foods, and so if you're going during peak time and you, you know maybe you're going to spend five ten minutes in line, that is a way that you can make it flow. Anytime I'm in line for anything or have to do something that I really when you dread the line, like if you're going to the DMV or the post office or <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, are you anything? saying you do
1: audio then, or are you just re- you're reading?
0: I'm reading. And that's like one of the other, another tip that he has. He says, read on your phone. And this line is so funny. He says, before you tell me how much you enjoy the smell of print books, like some kind of psycho, let me try to sell you on the convenience of reading in Kindle or iBooks. So and we'll get to this because he mentions the library later on and I I have thoughts on the library, but yeah, definitely if you're going someplace and you don't want to take a big book, like I have, I've gone out nights. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you have your phone (laughs) and you have a book on your phone, either, you know, sometimes I'll just have a book that is purely, you, I'm in no particular rush to read. Sometimes if it turns out it's really good, you'll take the time to finish it, but it's on my phone. And it's just, you know, I always make sure that I have something that I can read on my phone when I'm going someplace. You know, if you're going out for a night in the town, you can't shove a book in your little purse. Believe right. me, I've tried, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I was going to say for advice,
1: Uh, because I'm not a big e-reader fan, just for whatever reason, I do like the old-fashioned books, is that buy a purse that's big enough for a book. Like when I go shopping for a new purse, it's always the question, can a book fit in here or not? Now that won't do for your evenings out, like you said, maybe that you have to resort to an e-reader or your phone. But um, if you're looking for something that you are going to use day in and day out, maybe a new winter purse or a new summer purse, like for me, it has to be able to fit a book. Otherwise it's, it's useless because I always, always have a book with me and it, like I, you know, if I'm going to pick my kids up at a soccer practice, I might get there five minutes early. Well, that's five minutes I could have been reading. And if I go, you know, if I'm taking the subway somewhere, like you said, I'm in some dreadful line or waiting for the doctor, like the thought of not having a book is just, it's horrifying. It's like, I get book panic.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You definitely have to have a big bag. Yeah. I'm always thinking about how I'm going to do like some post on all the awesome big bags that you can get that are just versatile and, and
1: right. go with things. Right. So, so um, so I, yeah. I have a piece of advice that is very, uh, anyone who knows me, if they hear me say this is going to be surprised to hear this come out of my mouth, but like, honestly, you could cut your social media surfing time in half and read a book in the time, in, in a week, in the time that you cut social media surfing out. I mean, personally, I think. So I, I feel like the phone has really been a big detriment to reading because I feel like it just takes up all this empty time. So maybe that time I might have been at a doctor's office with a book. I, I you know might be tempted to scroll through Facebook, answer email. I mean, unless it's work-related, I'm really trying to just put it away because – the book is so much more satisfying and it's I feel much bigger sense of accomplishment when I read 50 pages of book than when I catch up on my Facebook feed. So, if you're finding yourself like mindlessly, you know, going through Snapchat or looking at Instagram photos, think to yourself, is there a book I would like to be reading right now? And why don't I do that instead?
0: My gosh, I could read a whole other book or two a month if I gave up an i i don't know i just get stuck I know. on instagram or I know. something for like an hour
1: it's <laughs> you very look tempting up and it's like
0: what have i been doing i know it's
1: very tempting and then i say to myself well i wouldn't have read this great article or i wouldn't have known this person was in town or yeah so that there's true that's true like you you may miss out on something if you if you don't spend that hour on social media but you gain so much with that book and so if you can peel yourself away from the social media,
0: especially if you're listening to us and you're reading the right books,
1: exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now I don't consider our blog, Facebook feed, or podcast to be, you know, easily <laughs> to be dispensable social media. This is like required, required reading and listening.
0: Right, because um, then you'll you'll know all those books that were just popcorn and you should have left behind, and right, you know, you'll you'll know what we're giving the eye. Exactly. Um, Okay, here's another
1: piece of advice that will help you read more, and that is don't suffer through a book that's not grabbing you. Because if, if a book is not calling you when you're not reading it, and you're not in your mind wondering what's happening and wanting to get back to it, it will take you longer to read it, and you are less likely to want to read, period.
0: So yeah, because you get you, book
1: guilt. You get book guilt. You're like, oh, I really should be reading that book, but then, then the call <laughs> of the phone is very is very strong. The lure of the social media. But if there's a book that you can't put down, then screw social media. You're going to read that book.
0: Exactly. So you, yes,
1: right. So you Just may, like th-
0: you may this think this is so interesting. What's coming next? Right. I need to know.
1: So you may think to yourself, well, if I stop this book that I've invested you know 30 pages in or 60 pages or even 100 pages in then you might say well i don't want to i don't want to waste that time i already invested it's a sunk you know it's it's already in there and i don't want to get rid of erase that and start over with a new book but ironically i think it's actually better to do that because you will read the next book faster and you'll read it more quickly because you'll you'll spend more time wanting to read it
0: and I can testify to this i mean someone I'm someone who struggles with that um, at the beginning of the year. I said one of my goals was to cut books loose more quickly mm-hmm. to have more d n f s by the end of the year because you know you're just you're so right i mean between you just spend so much time thinking it just makes you not want to read like there's there's been times. Where during the course of the week, there's so much, and it's just like, oh, I I should read. Oh, but then, you know, it's like that book is in the back of your head, and it just cut your loss. Right. And so this gets to another tip that he makes, which I think is really good, is to read more than one book at a time, if you can. Um, I know some people, you think, oh, I can't, I won't be able to distinguish them, or... I can only keep track of one story, but you'd be surprised. I mean, we watch a mm-hmm. bunch of different television shows and we know exactly what's going on in like these soap opera like shows with a million different subplots. So trust yourself. You yeah. Can. Yeah. I totally agree. I have no problem. And you with can, that. if you make them a little bit different too, like if you're listening like Yale does, if you're listening to something on audio and then you're reading a book or you could do like, you know, A nonfiction and a fiction book at the same time, or, you know, whatever. Listen, I've
1: even gotten away with listening to and reading depressing books about marriage at the same time, and I still have not confused them. (laughs) (laughs) You just know. You just know. You just know. They're just different. Okay, so here's some controversial advice. So I have kind of a love hate relationship with book clubs. I have been in them over the years, but not recently. And I, the reason I don't like being in a book club is I don't like to have to read books that I don't necessarily want to read. Like if I can completely control the book club and pick all the books, then I'm fine with it. But if I have to, (laughs) you know, choose them democratically, then I just, it just, I don't like it because I get irritated if I'm reading a book that I don't want to finish, but I feel like I have to because it's book club. But what I will say is that deadlines are very helpful. So maybe it's Maybe it's a book club deadline. So you're in a book club and you're excited about the book, but you just haven't had time to read it, but you know that that date is looming in a week. That's going to force you to read it. And then um, library deadlines, very, I find them very powerful. I don't ever like to have a book overdue. And so if I know something's due and it's got to go back, especially if it's a new release and I can't renew it, that book deadline at the library will spur me to read more. So... If it, if you feel like you need the pressure of the clock ticking, then maybe a book club is for you or check out a lot of new releases from the library. I'll agree on the
0: library thing. I just recently got back into the library. I had stopped with the library for a couple of years. I have no idea why. Um, and I, then I just happened to be in there because I had told my aunt I was going to pick up a book for her. And then I saw this random book that... I don't necessarily think that I would have read, but because I could just check it out from the library and it was kind of like I could figure out whether I wanted to read it or not and it wasn't going to cost me anything. And then there was other books like that. And, and then here I am back off with the library again. But I do agree with the library deadline thing because once you have a book and, you know, if you only have a couple of weeks with it and it's the hot new book that you want to make sure that you get to, um, it, yeah. it is very, it is very motivating. You know, you find yourself like, oh, okay, I have these books and, you know, I only have 12 more days. So right, you really have to get to it. Right.
1: And if you check out audio from the library, which I do via my Overdrive account, Those or even um, e-books from the library using OverDrive. I believe that when those are over, when those are done, they like disappear from your device. So it's not even like, oh, I'm carrying around a book that's two days overdue. It's like they're gone. So you have to finish it. So that can be motivating,
0: (laughs) right? I also find that that's helpful. Like a lot of times, I will have a book and then I can, I'll check out the audio. You know, if the Mm -hmm. audio is available, I can get it so I can see what it's like on audio or if it's something that I'm really into and, you know, I know that I have something to do, like if I'm doing some cleaning or if I'm, you know, if I'm going to be going to the gym, then I can, I can be read to, you know. Yeah. You can tag team the same book. Yes. I believe in tag teaming the same book. So I always... That's kind of getting to be my habit now, is to check and see in what formats the books are available. Because there there are some books that I have actually bought or you know have review copies of or something, and I will get the ebook and the audiobook and just yep. do it up.
1: Yeah, I always have the print when I have the audio, so I leave the print in the car, and then like let's say I go to get a manicure and. That's the book that's in the car, so I'll just take that in with me. And then I come out of the manicure, and I'm like a disc ahead. So I, I think that if, if you can make it work with both of them, like you can easily get both of them or borrow both of them if you don't want to buy, spend the money to buy them, then that tag team approach can be very effective.
0: So do you have any tips for when you're reading both?
1: No, I don't, it doesn't seem to bother me.
0: I mean, just in terms of like finding your place in the book.
1: Well, I keep, oh my God, now we're really getting into like the,
0: <laughs> the <laughs> this weird may be a separate, neuroses of. This may be a separate episode. <laughs> yeah, let's
1: discuss Gail's weird book neuroses. Okay, so like this is really common. I'll pull up at work, I've listened to the audio, and then I find the place in the book where I got to and I tag the page. So I, I'm, I almost always have marked in the book where I am in the audio. Now, the bigger challenge is when you come out of ha- from reading the book, and then you've got to catch up on the audio. But if you're doing it on the phone, it's much easier because you can just skip ahead. If you're doing it on disc, which I do sometimes. My car still has a CD player, and I still listen on disc half the time. Um, I just, you know, I just find it. It might, it might take me like two or three minutes to sort of skip ahead and figure out where it is. But I don't find that to be much of a problem.
0: Okay, so... One of his last tips, and it makes it makes me laugh. It really does make me laugh. So his last couple of tips, read during commercial break. So I guess if there's that one show that you watch live because you have to talk about it the next day or talk about it with your friend and you can't fast forward, then that's, you know... God, I don't know. I didn't even know commercials these days. So that's like two or three minutes right. per.
1: That's live. commercial break. That's, I think he's talking about live sports because most people time
0: shift today and they don't they don't watch stuff that's airing live. Right. I don't know when's the last time I've watched anything live, but yeah, even a hot show. Yeah. Um. Keep track of what you read, and mm-hmm. I this this makes me laugh because I can be so competitive. It's just I can't wait until I finished a book and I can just put it, you know, like either put it in my, um, I have a paper journal that I keep that's just for books, just what I'm reading. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there's something so satisfying about, you know, putting something in the done column or Mm -hmm. updating my Goodreads.
1: (laughs) Yep. Yep. And for me, I'm still, you know, doing it on my blog. So, um, I find that very, uh, motivating. Like, can I, can I finish it in time to post tonight? You know, will it be tomorrow? Well, can I finish it in time to post in May or is it going to be June? So, yeah. And if you set a, especially if you set a reading goal, either on Goodreads or your blog or your own personal journal, and you're like, I want to get to X number of books this year. That's obviously very motivating.
0: Yeah. And towards the end of the month or whatever, when I'm just kind of like, when I see how many books I've read, it's like, oh, if I finish up this one can add that to my to my may pile
1: right here's another piece of advice too is that find somebody that you whose recommendations you trust because you'll spend less time figuring out what you're going to read next so you know maybe that's one reason people don't read as much is because they're like oh I'm in between books and I don't know what to read So if you follow a blog that you like, then you could go see what they've written about recently or go to their archives and figure that out or find someone whose reviews who has similar taste to you on Goodreads. So find a book that you loved, go find that book on Goodreads, find someone else who gave it five stars, and then see what else they've rated because if they love the same books you did, chances are you've got similar taste. And then when you're in that quandary of what to read next, then... You, you won't waste time because you'll have this trusted source to go to. And you're most more likely to find a book that you really like. So that would be a piece of advice for getting more reading in.
0: So speaking of Goodreads, our second article of the evening is from Goodreads. Um, they published it on their blog on April 26th. And it's called Readers to the Rescue, 13 Ways to Make More Time for Reading. And so they just, I guess, kind of crowdsourced. Some recommendations or some tips from readers, from other readers about how to read more. Some of theirs are really funny. Yeah, the person who called in sick when they were reading something really good. I love that. It's hilarious. (laughs) And then there was one person who's just like, retire, and then you'll have all the time you want to read. Right, right. I don't think that's in my future anytime soon. No. But looking forward to it. Yes, exactly.
1: Well, hopefully this has been giving you some inspiration for how to get more books in. You know, it's if 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 one of these one or two of these tips resonate with you, then hopefully this will free up some time or at least make you use your reading time more efficiently.
0: I think the most important thing, and we have not mentioned it, the most important thing is to make the decision. Once you decide that you're going to read more, you know or if you just commit you say you're going to read that one you know he says a book a week but you know a book a month a book every 2 months i mean once you make the decision and the commitment and figure out how that's possible whether you check out something from the library or check out you know or if you do try to read something over multiple formats i don't know i just making a decision to do something just kind of opens up, opens up chances for it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. So whether you do it a couple of mornings, maybe once at the gym, you know, and just kind of don't give up.
1: Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I I think that's right. Once you just make an affirmative lifestyle choice about this and say, this is a priority and I'm going to make some changes to get there and I'm going to mentally focus on it, then You know, I do think it will be easier.
0: So, um, did you have anything else?
1: No, I think that's good. We'll be back with some more recommendations next time, which will cut down on your, what should I read next quandaries? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Happy reading. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Readerly Podcast. You can find Issues of Readerly at ReaderlyMag.com, and you can find me, Gail, blogging at Every Day I Write the Book, which is at EveryDayIWriteTheBookBlog.com, and Nicole at Linus's Blanket, which is linusblanket.com. Please subscribe to the Readerly Podcast at iTunes or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Until next time, keep reading.